Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Great to have you company here on Sports Day WA. We're here for Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 45 years. Uh, the text line 0487 736 736. Uh, Pete, uh, agree. Uh, Kelsey was a terrible look. Well done to Marley Birdman last night. I think the two best teams in the under-19 World Cup uh, was when we played Pakistan in the semi-final. Regards from Darren. Well, tomorrow night, uh, Brad Hogg will be joining us in commentary for the third and final T20 International between Australia and the West Indies on the back end of that Glenn Maxwell superclass uh, where he hit that brilliant 120 for Australia in their big total of four for 241, their biggest 20-over men's total on home soil. Uh, he hit 120 of 55 balls. Let's say we have uh, similar fireworks uh, from four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Bit of an inconvenient time, certainly for people that perhaps want to come to the cricket, particularly maybe families after school. But we'll see how it all goes. No doubt it's all designed for TV. Uh, if you can't get here or watch it on the box, of course, you can listen on the SEN network with Peter Vlahos and Brad Hogg. And Brad Hogg joins us on the program now. Hi, Brad. Hey, Pete, how you going, mate? You've been trying to get a hold of me. Lucky for Jimmy behind the scenes there, getting a hold of me, mate, to get me on the survey. Can I tell you, it's easier to get leprosy than try and contact you, Brad Hogg. You're a very busy man, very busy man, but I know where you'll be tomorrow. You'll be with me shoulder to shoulder in this third T20 international. Uh, what about Glenn Maxwell's performance the other night? Look, I think uh, Glenn Maxwell's uh, come of age. You know, the, uh, the one-off. Uh, innings that he had in the World Cup was absolutely sensational. But to follow it up at home, uh, on home soil at Adelaide against the West Indies was just remarkable. And um, look, he's just becoming a white ball phenomenon, uh, if I got that out right. But even in the 20, uh, 20 over match, uh, 20 over game, I just like to see him uh, do this in Test cricket. Actually, you know, make those big scores in big uh, Test cricket because I think he could really add that value down the middle order, especially with his uh, right arm form finders. Yeah, your thoughts on uh, the Australian makeup? Mitch Marsh is the captain. We've got a T Twenty World Cup coming up. Uh, it appears that Australia seemed to have a few weapons. 
Yeah, they do seem to have a few weapons, but they're not as vocal as they used to be. They used to appeal out everything, but uh, last night uh, they didn't appeal out a run out, which was out by about two feet, so they've got to work on that. But look, I, I think the Australian uh, team, they've just got so much depth in that 20, 20 over format. You've got Stoinis there that's not making runs, but he's very handy with the ball in the middle order. And Tim David hasn't had a real good crack down out that lower order. So hopefully uh, those two particular players especially can get a real big opportunity tomorrow night to show their wares. And of course, when you look at Mitch Marsh as the skipper, your thoughts on the way he's conducted uh, his team in the first two matches? Look, I think if you look at Mitch Marsh, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's been lucky to be, be in that test team. But the, the reason why he's in there is because he's the glue of that team. I could uh, probably say that he's a bit like an Andrew Simons. Everyone wants to be around him. He just brings everyone together with his humour, um, just with his softness as well. But he can also be hard and tough when uh, the, the, the big moments count and when, uh, when someone's got to stand up and say, hey, that's not right. And I think that because of that balance, I think he's the perfect captain in the short formats. When you look at uh, the squad for tomorrow night, uh, Josh Hazelwood is out. Uh, he's been rested. Fraser McGurk is in. And where's Agar is in? It's only a squad. And let's hope that Aaron Hardy, you'd think, may get a run in the 11 being at home here at Optus and with the series already won. Uh, do you think they'll maybe mix it up a bit tomorrow? Yeah, look, they'd like to get uh, Aaron Hardy in there, but then it's looking at the balance of the team as well. You want to go for a front-line bowler to replace Joss Hazelwood. So where, where do you put Hardy uh, in, in that particular slot? And, um, I, you know, the person that he's going to replace is probably a Stoinis because of the bowling that he does. Um, so for me, I, I think the way that Hardy is batting at the moment, I think he's a better option than uh, Marcus Stoinis. But you've got to reward Marcus Stornis for the longevity and uh, the experience that he's had, especially leading into a World Cup. And uh, that, that will probably give Wes Agar uh, the first opportunity to play for Australia uh, at T20 level. And uh, he fully deserves it. He's been performing well at first-class level and uh, he's really worked hard. So hopefully he gets an opportunity. Yeah, certainly uh, we hope that's the case. Xavier Bartlett, we saw him here when he was playing uh, in the Big Bash. And, of course, he's been given an opportunity. He certainly grabbed it, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. It's uh, just one of those uh, left-field calls that I, I felt when he was here at the uh, furnace bowling in front of us. I didn't think he had that extra pace. So I just thought he had that bounce. But uh, the extra pace I thought he lacked. But he just, uh, he just really proved me wrong in that. And I'm glad he did because... Uh, I, I like to see kids just come in and uh, take that opportunity and prove you wrong. Um, I, I, I'd never said that out loud or anything like that, but it was a surprise selection for me. And uh, it, it's been a, a very enjoyable surprise. So, it, And it just adds to the Australian depth, and that's a good thing about it. Josh Inglis is opening the batting at this stage. Is at the top of the order with Dave Warner. As we know, once they complete this T20 series, they're off to New Zealand for, and again, further matches down there, T20s, ODIs, and, and a full program. Do you think that Josh Inglis will retain the spot in the opening uh, batting combination uh, for the tour of New Zealand? Because there will be pressure from Travis Head and, and Steve Smith and others as the World Cup uh, looms closer. I, exactly right. I think uh, there's a number of players that are under pressure. and uh, I think Matthew Wade's there as well that's under pressure. But I, I just don't understand why they've got Inglis opening the batting and Wade batting down the lower order at seven. 
Uh, if you've got a keeper in the team, you've got to have him up the top order, opening the batting like Adam Gilchrist. So for me, it's either English opening the batting and you have someone like an Aaron Hardy coming in out seven who's a big hitter just like Matthew Wade but can offer you something with the ball. Um, I, I just think that's probably a waste of a player in our lineup, and uh, that, that's probably something that leaders can look out for better balance. So English, for me, is uh, under pressure with his spot with Wade. Mm-hmm. And do you expect Australia to complete a clean sweep uh, tomorrow night and your view on the West Indies performances? Oh, look, I, I, you'd expect that Australia would have a bit of a clean sweep, especially coming here to Perth where there's an extra bounce and pace. A lot of people would think, oh, that's a bit of a surprise. But the West Indies were strong on those type of wickets 20 years ago. But uh, with the wickets that they have over there in the West Indies now, they're a little bit more docile. They don't have that bounce and they used to uh, slower tracks. So I'm expecting a clean sweep here. Um, the West Indies are trying a few things. One thing I like about the West Indies is that they won that test match, the second test match. Well, I think that's a great sign for West Indies cricket moving forward and hopefully the youngsters uh, get more opportunities to play for their uh, to play uh, under the badge of the West Indies and not go to the T20 leagues. I think that's the biggest thing um, with the balance of the West Indies is to make sure that we get a few more, or better finances there so that we can fund players to stay uh, representing the West Indies rather than go and play T20 leagues because I think that's probably the biggest downfall of West Indian cricket at the moment. Mm. Well, there'll be three matches against the Kiwis at the end of this month, and I suppose that'll play a pretty crucial role in Australia's preparation for the 20-over showcase uh, later in the States. Hoggy, I haven't had a chance to speak to you about this, but last week we saw Mitch Marsh crowned the Allen Border medal winner. Your thoughts on uh, Mitch Marsh taking off the top gong in cricket? Yeah, well, I'm taking after him. I'm drinking a little bit more and I'm getting a little bit pudgy like him. But, uh, <laughs> look, <laughs> uh, look I, th- I think it's fantastic. It's a great story. And, um, you know, just, just the ups and downs that he's had throughout his career uh, and the negative commentary that he's had as well, um, just to be able to stand up and, and prove the pun is wrong, uh, is just sensational. It just shows resilience and it's a great story. Um, and he's done it all on his own. And I just think it's fantastic. And, um, I think, you know, being alongside Jeff Marsh, uh, who's captain West Australia and vice captain of Australia, and uh, coming from my area, and you know that, that closeness that we have as a family, it just adds that uh, it just adds something extra special. So for me, it's, it's just great to see him having that success, and um, hope, hopefully, it's a sign of many things to come. He just puts the country first. He puts the state first as well. Um, so he puts Australian cricket first, and. He's just a great leader and uh, he deserves all the opportunities that he gets. And as I said before, um, the, all the players in Australia just love him. And he, even the English players, I saw something the other day, I think it was Evans that was talking about uh, what Sean does around the Scorchers group. He just brings everyone together and that's what you want. And, uh, and that's why... Uh, he's going to get a lot more opportunities than other players, and I think that's why people. Um, that's that's the other thing that you've got to look at when you're looking at these teams that get selected to represent your country or the state. It's just not about the performances in the middle; it's what you bring to the group as a whole. And uh, Mitchell Marsh brings everything. Good stuff, Hoggy. See you tomorrow, three thirty. We're on air with coverage around the SEN Network, Australia versus the West Indies here from Optus Stadium. Look forward to catching up with you then.
Uh, thanks very much, mate. And I look forward to catching you tomorrow. Good Make on sure you. Make sure you bring your A game, Pete. <laughs> Good on you, Hoggy. Well done. All right. Always colourful, always entertaining, and, of course, uh, a great exponent of the short form of the game. He played in all three uh, disciplines, did Brad Hogg for Australia, test matches, T20s, and ODIs as well.